Hello, everyone, and welcome to the May 3rd edition of The Wrap, brought to you by Michigan Medicine Headlines. I'm Dan Elman with the Department of Communication, and I'm here to help you stay in the know on the go. This week, we'll be joined by Diane Collin, a physician assistant in the urology clinic at the Livonia Center for Specialty Care. Diane was recently featured as part of the A Day in the Life headline series, where employees share what their typical day looks like in the clinic, lab, or classroom at Michigan Medicine. But before she jumps in to talk about that and much more, you can take a lot less than a day in your life to check out any episode of The Wrap you may have missed. Find them on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any other podcast hosting platform. The show comes out each Friday as part of the headlines we can review. With that, let's welcome Diane to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Hi, thank you for having me. Now, first of all, how did you get into healthcare and make your way here to Michigan Medicine? Well, actually, that's quite a story. I uh, started off as a cardiovascular technologist, and I worked for a mobile ultrasound company back in the day. I was sent to a burned-out building in um, Mexican Village, where literally the back of the building was burned out, and we were seeing, seeing patients in the front. Wow. And I was doing an echocardiogram on this woman um, who was basically reflecting on her life and And she was a very poor woman, but she was very happy. And I kind of sat back and I thought to myself, you know, I'm I'm so fortunate. I have all of I I have a great house. I have a great husband. I'm you know vacation, but I felt like I was missing something. Mm -hmm. And really, it was that woman who made me decide that I really wanted to be able to do more to help people. And it was at that point that I decided I really wanted to become a physician assistant. It took me several more years before I could quit my job and go to school full time. Mm-hmm. And now you're here. And now I'm here. Yeah. I did family practice for uh, many years, which I think is important because PAs are um, tested every 10 years on general medicine practices, regardless of their specialty. Um, and then I came here and went to otolaryngology, had neck cancer, and I worked the hospital, the operating room, and the clinic. And um, then I made a wonderful transition over to urology, where I have independent clinics. Oh, that's that's great. Now, that's interesting that you mentioned independent clinics, I think a lot of people may not be clear on sort of what the difference is between a physician and a physician assistant, which you are. Can you talk a little bit about that difference? I can. So physician assistants are, so first of all, let's talk about the education level for a second. Um, it's, you, you have uh, a master's degree, so you have about seven years of post you know, high school education with this. Physicians have about 12 years. Okay. So our educational demand is less burdensome. Uh, We are trained to perform comprehensive and problem-focused histories and physicals. We collaborate with uh, our physicians on how to care for patients. Uh, We document and communicate relevant patient information. We do a lot of counseling. The PA has to work underneath the supervision of a physician, and that physician simply needs to be within the United States. They don't need to be in the same building or the same city. Physicians, of course don't they they don't work under anyone mm-hmm. really they 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 work very hard during their education to become be- very independent practitioners and while PAs can be independent practitioners as well we still have to have a supervising physician gotcha now what sort of patients do you see in your clinic 
Well, I am urology, so I see male and female patients, and um, I initially started off doing urodynamics in this department, so I saw a lot of neurogenic bladder, um, people with urinary retention. I then moved into doing all of general urology, which continued to encompass some of my neurogenic patients, so now I see things from, you know, urinary tract infections to people who have difficulty urinating, overactive bladder, incontinence. I um, am helping to run an active of surveillance clinic right now for prostate cancer patients, and I'm involved in a lot of the um, new research studies that, that are coming out. Um, you know, I see men and women and just anything to do really with, with um, uh, urology. Now, now, one of the really interesting things I noticed in your story was the idea that you see it as your job to keep our patients comfortable. Because a lot of times they're coming to the clinic, they're anxious about whether the tests that they're getting are, or maybe test results that they're getting. Uh, in fact, you recently took 45 minutes just to help a patient calm down. Can you talk about why that's such a priority for you and your team? You know, patients come here and oftentimes they feel that they're just being hustled in and hustled out. And I feel that PAs do a really good job of educating patients, and we can take a little bit more time in general than a physician can take to educate the patient. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you have to try to build a rapport with your patients, and the best way that you can help a patient um, care for themselves is to make sure that they understand how we're caring for them. And so... Our job is to make them feel that, that, they, that they want to come to us, that they want to keep their appointments, especially the patient that you're talking about hap- happens to have been an active surveillance patient. Mm-hmm. He has prostate cancer. I don't want him to feel so uncomfortable that he doesn't come back. Right. He needs that care. We need the follow-up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What would you say is the most satisfying part of your job? Um, gosh. First of all, I love what I do. There's not a morning that I get up that I'm not happy to come to work. There are mornings that I would like to come to work late, but <laughs> but I'm always happy to be here. Uh, and I think the best part is is when you have a patient who says, you know, I really appreciate that you took the time to explain this to me, and and I feel so much better, or I understand so much more, or a patient who comes back and says, you really helped me. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Now, finally, uh, before we close it out, what's something that people may not know about you or may find surprising? Um, I'm not a very surprising kind of person, (laughs) but um, I am an active scuba diver. Oh, wow. And I'm a master gardener. Nice. And so I spend a lot of my summer months doing volunteer work with, um, you know, at the CAST projects and things like that, doing uh, work to help with the gardening. That's great. Thank you so much for being here, Diane. Thank you for the insight into your job. If you want to learn more about Diane's work, go to mmheadlines.org. That's mmheadlines.org. And while you're there, check out other major stories from the past week. For instance, employees learned about the significant steps the organization is taking to help prevent sexual misconduct and create a culture of respect across the academic medical center. Headlines also gave readers a look back at both Patient Experience Week and Take Your Child to Work Day with fun and unique photo galleries. You can find all of those things and much, much more at mmheadlines.org. All right, it's time for the Employee Perk of the Week. This week, we've got a deal that will help you sleep well at night. That's because Avia Mattress is offering all Michigan Medicine employees $50 off any mattress they sell. That's in addition to any other deal they may be offering at the time. 
To take advantage of this offer, go to aviamattress.com, that's A-V-I-Y-A mattress.com, and enter the promo code EDU50. And to learn about all the discounts and perks available exclusively to Michigan Medicine team members, visit mmheadlines.org and search employee perks. Finally, it's trivia time. Last week, we asked listeners, the first event of Patient Experience Week centered around which topic? The answer was managing stress and burnout. Congratulations to Katie Gribb, a continuous improvement specialist and a former guest of the rap who sent in the correct answer. Katie, a member of the Department of Communication, will be in touch to help you claim your prize. Now this week, Diane will do the honors of asking the question. Thanks, Dan. This week's question is... What is the name of a common procedure that uses neuromodulation to treat overactive bladder? Again, what is the name of a common procedure that uses neuromodulation to treat overactive bladder? The answer can be found in this week's story about my typical day at Michigan Medicine. Once you know the answer, email it to headlines at med.umich.edu for a chance to win a prize. And all who send in the correct answer will be entered into a quarterly raffle to win an Amazon Echo. That's Thank, a great prize. It is a great prize. I want to know if I can answer the question. <laughs> Not this week, I don't think. But next week, <laughs> be sure good. to send it in. Sounds good. Yeah, we've already given away two Echoes, so be sure to get your name in there. We'll be doing that every quarter. Thank you, Diane, for being here. And thank you to all of our listeners for everything you do for patients, families, and each other. Thanks for having me, Dan. Yep. And that's a wrap. <laughs>